what led you to write this book? I, so I, I, my childhood, like I told you, being born in a refugee camp, it had, um, this is a depleted place. You're not leaving, but existing. And so to be born there and you're looking at your parents, they have no dreams themselves. These are people that were, um, they lived a, a miserable life in that refugee camp. They had their own place. They, they had their own home, but they were forced to leave it because mm. um, what happened because there was genocide in our country. There was circumstances that surrounded my parents to leave their homeland and to come to Uganda to become refugees. And I was born into that. So mm. to be born into that, you, you, you just up, you inherit what you're born into. And I inherit the ref, being a refugee, being um, no dream. I'm just there. And so, um, and, and, and basically we, we would not talk about anything. We're just there. So, but in that, in that process, I went to elementary school and then after we finished elementary school, we would go to, to, to the city. Yeah. So I went to Kampala and I didn't want to go. I didn't want to <laughs> leave my mom. I wanted to stay with her, but she told me, she's like, Paul, you have to go. You have to go. If there is anything, I remember those words, if there is anything that is going to survive you in this life, it's going to be education. So you have to go. Mm. So I went crying, yes, but I went. And then I lived with my sister. We were like, how many? Six, five siblings. And in, in a two-bedroom apartment in Kampala City. And, and my sister was beyond abusive. She was overwhelmed by the fact that she was taking care of how many siblings that she was not even supposed to. But now looking back, I'm saying that she was not supposed But at the time, I was young and I thought I was entitled to her taking care of me like my mom was. But... The abuse was intense, and, 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 and everything I was going through, everything I would feel was bottled in. I would internalize everything. All the words that she spoke over me, like, you amount to nothing, nothing will ever happen, like, all those kind of things. So I kept them in. And then when we went back to Rwanda um, with the heartbreak and all that, and then came to Canada, getting married, um, and then going through... The, the, the heartache of, of a bad marriage, all I could think of is, who do I tell this? Who do, how can I, who do I talk to? And, and mind you, our culture is one, I don't know about your culture, I know you're from Africa, but mostly our culture is, there's no transparency. Transparency Absolutely. is a taboo. You, yes, you yes. don't talk about anything that happens in your house, whether you, you're being abused or spat on or anything. Um, and so I, I learned to internalize everything. But at some point I was feeling, I got to a breaking point. I'm like, if I don't say this, I'm going to die. So I, I told myself, write it down. Mm. So I went and I went to um, a dollar store, got two books, and I started writing everything mm. from day one, from the time I, I remember going to elementary school, uh, about my mom, about my sisters, about everything. And then... I'm like, so if I'm writing this, why can't I put it in a book and somehow somebody could actually be blessed by this or find, if, if, if somebody out there could read this and somehow find some solace, some grace, some peace in this, then I'll have done my job. And so that, that's what led me to writing a book because I knew, for one of the reasons was it was therapeutic. I had, mm. that was the only way to, to get it out, to start my healing journey. Wow. It's as if there was something in you that needs to be expressed. Yes. 
but because you cannot voice it out because of the culture that you find yourself, mm-hmm. you voice it out by writing it down. Yes. And most times people don't know the power of writing. You just writing something down, it's like you're releasing all the Lord, all the things that are in your heart. Mm-hmm. If if thank God that we have the, the gospel being preserved of of accounts of people's stories. The, the next question I want to ask you regarding your book is the title is very, very intriguing. Purpose Beyond Pain. L- learning to trust God's grace through life's trial. Just the title itself speaks volume of the content of this book. If you can briefly elaborate the title. Title, Purpose Beyond Pain. I, I, I went through um, the grieving process of my mother and my father eventually, and then looking at the, the, the abuse that, it, that I, was, I was basically raised into, and then the marriage itself. Um, that eventually uh, ended. Um, I had to sit down and and look at my life and look at what was happening. And I had to realize that it was through the pain that I had to come up with a purpose. Mm. The pain itself, if you look at the pain, you would just, and if you look at just the pain, it becomes, um, it can kill you if you don't see anything out of it, mm. if you don't see the purpose out of it. So I had to see, was there a purpose of, out of what I went through? Was there a purpose of me losing my mother? Was there a purpose of me going through a bad marriage and somehow come out alive? Was there a purpose? And so I realized that there was a purpose. The purpose is what? Gratitude. You are still alive. You survived. And you did not just survive. You're thriving. Some people went through what he went through, but they are crazy out there. They are, they have lost their mind. I could have lost my mind. I could have a, mm. had a nervous breakdown. I could be in a hospital, but mm. looking at my life, looking at how things came together, um, raising two sons on my own. And, and I'm, 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 I wake up on a daily basis and I'm not, and I'm thanking God and I'm praising. That was purpose. That was purpose to tell people that there is actually even if you go through pain, there is purpose out of it. What is the purpose? To thank God, to the gratitude itself, to testify about this same Jesus who I, I wrote about a woman at the well, John 4, women, the women at the well. This is a story that was really so, so real to me because I saw how this woman was not, um, she's not, there's no name about her. She's just mentioned after a city. And that talks about what she was going through. But I see a Jesus who waited for her at the mm, well. Mm, mm. She was that important. And I'm, I'm like, I, I, my purpose is to tell people that I'm that important. I am that important. Even though I went through divorce, I'm that important. Even mm. though I lost my mother at, at a young age, I'm that important. Even though things are not going well as I want them to go, but I'm that important. Why? Because Jesus survived me. Jesus saved me. Jesus. It is just the grace that... That, that that really pushed me out and forward. And so the purpose of that, the purpose of the pain is be gratitude, be grateful, have that, send out that gratitude to people who need it, the grace, be kind, be loving, be, be gracious to people because you met a Jesus who was gracious to you enough to keep you alive. Wow, interesting. Just to add on, on the woman, the Samaritan woman, Jesus always meets people at their loneliest place in life. 
sometimes you might think that when you're going through problems, you need the whole world to be there for you. The only person that you need is, is Jesus himself. As you clearly mentioned that the woman came to draw water mm-hmm. and then Jesus decided to be alone for a reason just to meet this woman. Yeah. He didn't allow the disciples to interrupt mm-hmm. because the disciples already have a preconceived judgmental idea about this woman. About this woman. Yeah. You, see how, you see how wise Jesus handled the yeah. situation? Yeah. If the disciples were here, she wouldn't be comfortable Mm-hmm. with me she won't be comfortable talking to me let it be just me and her mm-hmm. and only jesus is able to reach those souls that you and i would disqualify mm-hmm. those souls that you and i we abandon yeah and only he can 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 meet your needs um just to add to another thing and yeah. then i'm gonna let you yeah. you talked about seeing purpose in your pain how do you view your pain and you said that um you can view your pain as a big problem that will eventually uh, destroy you or you can see something great out of it. Yes. So basically to go back to, to the woman, uh, 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 there is nothing that Jesus does. There's nothing that God does without a purpose, without intent. And one of the reasons why this woman, Jesus had to make a detour because he's on, he, on his way. He, he had traveled the city with the disciples and somehow they were going back to the, where they lived. And, and somehow he told the disciples to go and find food. They were very hungry and they were tired. And he said, go get, find food and, I'm going, um, and, and come back and find me. But for him, he made that detour to wait for this woman, not just to have a dialogue, not just to, to mm-hmm. tell her that he was a messiah, not just, but there was a purpose. And the purpose was to make this woman an evangelist. This was a woman who, who she had nothing to do with people. She had nothing to do with anybody because of the life she was leading, having how many husbands, five. And the sixth one that Jesus was telling her about was not even hers either. And but Jesus had a purpose, has a mission, and, and and when I look at my life, I'm like, the the fact that I went through what I went through, and I didn't go crazy, and nothing um, really. There was a purpose that God mm. did that for me, that Jesus did that for me. So everything God does has a purpose. We can only tap into that, mm. or we can just go lay back and 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 dwell and cry and bask into our pain and. And misery, and for, and ignore the fact that there is a purpose out of whatever that happens to us. I mean, that's why the Bible says that He will cause all things to work together mm-hmm. good to mm-hmm. those who love Him and to those who are called according to His purpose. 